Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Authentic Audience Podcast. My name is Krista Ritma, and I am your host. I was sitting down to record a solo episode today, and Clay knocked on the door, which um, sort of surprised me because you haven't been a guest on this podcast in over a year. Yeah, I know. It's been a whole year. Crazy. But um, what I wanted to talk about today was this theme called Give Them Their Money Back. And I think. I love that. Yeah, Clay has a lot to say on this. So I'm excited that he walked in. It was super organic and authentic. We're not making this up. Um, but before we dive into that theme of what's going on, I wanted to sort of update um, on what's going on with us because a lot's been happening since my last solo episode. It was basically me venting. It was right after Ram Das left his body and I basically rubbed my tailbone and had that allergic reaction and a lot was happening. But that, since, was, a, that was a rough time. That was a rough time. <laughs> so <laughs> since, since then, we've moved. Um, we live in Santa Cruz now. And why don't you share how that's been going? It's great. We have a separate office now, so we don't work from home anymore. We go to the beach every day, pretty much. We go outside way more. We see the sun We've started exercising. It's been a game changer, really. Yeah. What do you feel like the biggest difference is? Um, how friendly people are. Totally. That's been such a shift from, from San Francisco. Like, obviously, we have good friends in San Francisco, and they're friendly to us. But, like, your <laughs> average sort of person on the street isn't particularly friendly in San Francisco. And here, everyone's, hey, how's it going? How's your day? And they actually care about the answer. They're, they are actually asking you, how is your day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a huge shift from living in a, a big city. Yeah. I think for me, a big part of my like hesitancy towards moving here, I just never wanted to like move to the suburbs. It feels like this sort of like, I don't know, giving up on like becoming adults, I guess. I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, like, Santa Cruz is hardly like I know, but Santa Cruz suburbs. isn't that, but I think, you know, we tend to like judge or, overcomplicate things and it's like what was I thinking like I just thought that like we have this company we have to live in the city we're young we just got married like we don't you know we don't want to be thinking about that stuff and what's really changed for me is I'm like are the are the schools good here like I'm thinking long term yeah which for my little Gemini mind has never really happened it's I've moved what we realized and so have you I moved 11 times in the last 13 years, because I was thinking since I had Charlie, my dog, our dog, your dog, really now, um, how many times we'd moved together. And it's been 11 times. And I like want, I'm buying a lot of plants. That's something we've been doing a lot of. <laughs> yeah, we got really into buying plants. Yeah. It's and been- <laughs> for me, that is so like symbolic of where I'm at, right? Like planting roots. Like, yeah, there you go. Having a home. Um, and it really feels like, as much as I really want to sail around the world, and I know we will, um, this feels like a really nice place to come home to. Yeah. And I haven't really felt home home in, in quite a while since I lived on my boat, actually. And so yeah. it's been really it's been really peaceful and really great. Um, still had a panic attack last week, but overall, it's been good. Yeah, what did I, you would say? Say. I yeah. would say. I would say. Okay, let's jump into it. Okay, let's jump into it. You ready? Enough <laughs> yeah. small talk? Enough, enough of the I'm chit-chat. Enough, enough feelings? Oh, yeah, en- enough of the feelings and chit-chat. You know, let's, let's get to the meat of I'm this I'm so thing. glad you're here. <laughs> um, so the theme, that I, <laughs> the theme that I decided on for this episode today is called Give Them Their Money Back because we have had in the last month 
just sort of like experience after experience. Actually, I would say the last couple months where the theme around money and like the energy that money holds when you pay somebody for a service, it means something, I guess. And especially if you have a small business. And I think um, maybe we should start with actually what happened to us last week. And then I want to give examples of how we've actually, you know, given our money back, given people their money back. It's happened with clients recently, um, with their launches, like little things have happened. And um, I just think it's so important to keep the energy around paying somebody for something clean. And when it's not clean and someone's not happy, for me, it makes the most sense to clear that energy. How? Give them their money back, right? And so why don't you tell the story? I think we should start with what happened to us last week and why we're so sort of upset by that. And then we can give examples like I was talking to Deborah earlier and she said we could use that example about what happened around that launch and, um, you know, with a client a couple months ago. And then I have another client this week who had a a crazy situation happen. And I just think it's important to talk about when you should give someone their money back. Right. And just, yeah, everything that's around that too, just around money, especially for small business people. I think it's like, it was definitely like a learn. I'm still learning about it, but how to handle money, how to handle paying other people, how to handle getting paid, how to handle when somebody's not happy, when you're trying to charge your worth. Like there's just so much stuff around money that I feel like in the small business world that is just, I don't know, it's like a lot of stuff I didn't know. And it's been like a major source of growth for me in learning about it. And I'm still really learning about it. You know where I feel like this actually kind of started for us was the car. The car. Buying the car. Yeah. Yeah. We just bought a car and it was such a funny, it was such a funny experience because the guys who sell you cars are just the most ruthless, basically liars. It was one of the <laughs> worst, like saddest experiences of my like purchasing life, I guess, purchasing journey. And for me, it was the right. first time I ever bought a car. And right. so I was very excited and like when you decide to buy a car, it's an exciting thing. Right. Right. And, and it became this gruesome, like volatile negotiation. Well, because if you don't want to get totally fucked, right. Then you have to, you have to be, be be kind of an asshole. Yeah. And And it was horrible. It was funny because you went into it It as the first time you'd done it, but it was not my first time doing it. And so I kind of knew what to expect about how it kind of, worked out and you just the funny part about it I think the the main takeaway for me about it was you had to kind of like go to their level in order to get the deal done and I didn't like I did it but I didn't like it you were really good at it which, I, was, I was, which scared me but also like kind of turned me you off know but it's like <laughs> right but it's like that that was the I don't know what the the profound like lesson is in that but it was like those guys don't are definitely do not do business honestly it's just like part of their their whole business is like made on not being honest right you know and so in order for for me to like try to get the best deal and negotiate with them like I also had to lie to and them, for me, you know? it was honestly like physically, I, I was like very upset by the whole process, especially because, you know, luckily for us, like our, we're doing well, our business is doing well, we have a good cash flow and we could afford to buy a car. But 
And, you know, it wasn't like, you know, taking every penny from us in the bank, right? But I know a lot of people save up for a very long time to be able to afford a car. And then these guys are like, totally taking advantage. And it just, the whole process, I guess maybe I've been in a bubble because the people we normally do business with and interact with on a day-to-day basis, it's so honest. It's so, it's so like transparent and this was just like right unbelievable and that that was the other theme i think too of why we're maybe doing this episode is um wait i totally lost what i was gonna say i said it's so honest it's so transparent the people that we normally do oh right right in in that they're doing business so differently than than we're than we're used to yeah we are in that bubble yeah and and i did i did manage to like you know as deborah silverman would say like turn on the observer and actually like put myself in just like the witness of this experience and what it brought up for me and how they behaved and just like this weird inauthentic human interaction where we finally got the car and like it was so messy and like nerve-wracking and I just felt like it should be this like really exciting thing and it was totally wild and so I guess it's been you know since that happened I think that sort of like started this theme for us yeah we had a bit of a cascade of like just sort of business and honesty and money related things happen to us over the last I don't know a little while the other one was the office so we moved into uh this is the big one yeah so we moved into like a new uh co-working space and we got a private office and we were super excited we signed for uh, like six month commitment or something. Mm -hmm. And from the very first day, the internet didn't work. Yeah. And they said that they had fiber. Yeah. They were like, oh, we have fiber. We have fiber. And I'm like, great. Like, I trust you. You know, like, I'm not going to like go run a speed speed test. test It's a co-working space. Of course, they're going to have internet. So it just like didn't even cross my mind. And then from the very first day, the internet just straight up did not work. Like literally was not fast enough to even load a Zoom call. And we just went back and forth and like we tried to be super patient and we gave them like three weeks to fix this thing. Meanwhile, we're working from home while we're paying. Yeah, I mean, I think you're, you know, speeding through a lot of the story. Um, Well, I'm trying to get to the good part, which is like the meat of it. You you know, know, we, we a big part of moving to Santa Cruz for us was to be able to afford an apartment and a home uh, and an office that are separate from each other. Right. Cause in SF we were working from home. It wasn't conducive to our marriage or just like our well being. Um, and so we were so excited. And then day one we get in, I, my, email doesn't even yeah, load my calendar like I have better wi-fi on an airplane and so every day they would promise to fix it we would come in open our laptops have our coffee no internet have to drive, have to home. drive home and this happened for three weeks and because they're they're also a small business this isn't like a we work this is like a, yeah, local, it was like a local one small business co-working space they we you know we let it go and we let it go and he right. said we'll call you this weekend super nice guy all this stuff Nothing ever happened. Nothing ever got done. So we ended up telling him, you know, if this isn't fixed by tomorrow, we got to go. And he's like, totally understand. Like, he's blah, like, blah, I blah. got it. I'm going to get a I new router, it. all this and stuff. Anyway, needless to say, we had to leave. So it was like this three week back and forth. We left on the way out. He was super apologetic and said, you know, I'm so sorry. Clay casually and calmly said, you know, of course, we're going to want to break our six month lease. But in addition to that, you know, it hasn't even been a month and we weren't able to work a single day in the space. Like, please, you know, either prorate our rent or give it back to yeah, us. Yeah, like give us some, and something. And he said, yeah, of course, of course, blah, blah, blah. The next day. They just wrote us and said, you know, we're not going to give you your money back. And I was like, man, what? 
Like, who wants to make money that way? And it was like not even. It was a thousand dollars, which was like I'm fine, no big deal. You but, know, but it's enough money that it ma- You know, he was yeah. like, I'd like to have that thousand dollars back. You know, For that sure. that would be nice. But it's like, dude, like, what? What is that? Seriously, how you want to make money? It's you want to just, just so take unclean. Like money? these like, people what? move in, have a horrible experience, don't work a single day, and you don't give them their money back. And to me, I'm just like. How does it even cross someone's mind to not give right. us our money like, back? I could never. It's just crazy to me. And so that's sort of like spun into this conversation. And we had a team call at the beginning of the week. And each week on our team calls, we have like an intention or a theme. And this one's was give them their money back. And that's the customer is right. That is the client is right. If we have a client and this happened a couple months ago, and I talked about it on that last podcast that I did where we had a client that was very unhappy with us and was never going to be happy with us. And it was really an awful experience. The accusations were awful and Clay just, you know, refunded all of the money like even from the work that we had already done as a way to just sort of clean that energy and put it in good faith. Right. Right. And, and I think a big piece of, you know, this giving, giving them their money back conversation. Also just to finish that story, literally three days later, the exact amount that we paid back or that we gave back, one of our other clients transferred us a surprise bonus that was the exact price or the exact amount. And so it's like really when you trust and when you, it comes back, it It always comes back. It always comes back. And what's so funny is we ended up losing this money, right. To this guy last week. And I said to Clay, like, I wonder wonder where it's going to come from from because I know we're going to get it back and we have been doing this for a long time now and we've sort of earned that trust. But I think the piece about giving somebody their money back that I kind of wanted to go back to and why we were talking about it on our call this week is sometimes when somebody does pay you, and this happened with a client that I was talking to this week, they feel because they pay you, you are under their, you know, like they can treat you like shit. Yeah, basically. And if you're in a situation and a client and friend of mine was this week where someone had paid her a substantial amount of money for coaching and this person was like blaming her for like, you know, causing all of this like trouble and like basically, you know, when you're a coach, you you take on a lot of people, you take on a lot of shit from people and their baggage and their story and their wounds. And, um, this, this person was using it against her. It was using that against her and was just, I paid you this, I paid you this because that's all people have to hang on to sometimes. And that's what was happening with us too. In the winter, she was just like sort of berating clay because like, I paid you this. And at that point, it's like, if, if you're, you know, working for somebody and they're treating you a certain way because they think they can, because they paid you, like just because somebody pays you doesn't mean that they have a right to treat you however they want. Right. And it's, and it's such a, it's, it's such a good way of just taking all the energy out of a situation, like immediately for me too, because it's, yeah, you, you just don't want to be in that situation where, where they're feeling angry towards you and you're feeling resentful towards them. And it's like, I just sent the money back and then suddenly it was like, well, oh, oh, well, I got my money back. So I guess I don't really care anymore. And and I'm like, I don't care anymore either. And it's like, great. Because money, (laughs) money carries so much like baggage. Right. Right. So much like everyone has their money story. Right. Or like, I'll never have enough or, you know, I'll like, there's so much. Right. There's so much fear and and just 
energy around money. And when you're a small business, like we're exchanging money with our clients, we're paying our employees. Like we're either getting or paying money every single day. The time, like every day. um, Writing invoices. And, you know, I, a lot of my clients are my good friends and I have to be like, Hey, here's the invoice. I still get, I still, I still get nervous sending invoices. Truly every, even for clients that are super happy long-term, I still get nervous doing it. I don't like it. It's There's something such about a it. Weird energy. It's such and a hard thing. Yeah. So my client, you know, and, and friend that I was talking to this week, she ended up giving this person that she had already coached, you right. know, for like a month or two, all of it back. And it was a right. lot of money. It was over three grand. And we did that actually, I'm just remembering. We did that before, yeah. In, in our marketing program. We talked about that on the last podcast, I think. We did, did we? Yeah, yeah, we did. We gave the money back for the whole program because it's right. just not it's worth. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And when you're good at what you do and when you know that you deliver value to people and you know you're in integrity and you know you don't rip people off, like when when you know you're in integrity and someone is just not going to be satisfied or they're going to use it against you, that money will come from somewhere else, somewhere so much cleaner. Like it's not worth it. It's not. Yeah, it's totally not. It's totally not. So I just wanted to talk more about that today. And I've been telling my, our employees, you know, the people that we, that work for us, how important this is. Like if someone's not satisfied, if something goes wrong, like we just give it back. Um, and it really changes the energy around the conversation. Even when you feel, it's like so tempting to like be, sort of righteous about it. Like, oh, blah, blah, I'm right. You know, and maybe you are right. Like in the office thing. always tells me when I'm right, I'm righteous. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, even with the office thing, like we were so right. You know, we're like, we were so fucking right. And they were so fucking wrong. And like, they didn't see it like that. And they never will. And you just got to let it go. You just got to let it go. Especially as a small business. I just think, you know, every interaction is so important. And, and every client and every customer, whether it's an intro call for, you know, a couple hundred or, or a year contract for tens of thousands, like it's just every interaction around money is so sacred. And it's like somebody trusting you with their energy because that's what money is. It's energy. And I'm going to, you know, give you energy for my work or whatever. And re- in return for you giving me energy, which is just like a financial, you know, money exchange, whatever. But I wanted to dive into a couple more examples um, because I, you know, as we go into launch our courses and as we, you know, I want to talk about that a little bit at the end of this. We don't have too long, but as we go into launching our courses, something that's really important to me is as we launch these courses, I actually want to teach people through our launch process about launching. And a big piece of launching anything is actually creating and launching something of value out of integrity, all that stuff, which is why it's taken us so long to launch our courses because one resistance and two, we want them to be epic and they will be. But the example that I wanted to give, because we all make mistakes, right, is what happened with the Start Community launch. And I was talking to Deb about it earlier and she said, oh my God, please use that as an example. So that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's kind of fun that we can use a real. Yeah. So example. as most people know, we do marketing for Deborah Silverman's online platform called the star community. And every two, twice a year, Deborah launches her applied astrology program. And, um, at the end of that program for people, you know, sort of at the end of that launch sequence, we introduce them to the star community and give them an opportunity 
opportunity for like a discounted rate or like a one-time access to the star community as part of that sequence. And I was not fully sort of on the sequence because Clay has been doing it for a while. You've been doing the sequence. And so an email got, an email got dropped. And what did the email say? The email said, join for free. The email oh, get started. What was absolutely. it? Get, get started absolutely free. So like in marketing. Join the star community absolutely, absolutely free, free at no cost. Yeah, no cost. It was like something like that. It was like, it was pretty over the top considering that it was a free trial. Right. You know, so right. what we actually were selling was a free was trial. Was a free trial. And coming from authentic audience that meant that <laughs> Clay smiling, yeah. that email could come off a little bit misleading. And sure enough, it did. It did. And, and people, people were, were confused people because were confused. they saw this email saying, get in for free. And they're like, oh my God, yeah, this is great. And they click on it, get to the landing page, like which clearly trial. outlines that it's a free, that trial. a free trial. And I was livid <laughs> because one, it's a great product. So we don't need to like gimmick people into clicking because it's an amazing product. And I hate that about marketing. Like, cause I was like, why would you do that? And Clay goes, well, it was going to get more clicks. It, and, and, I, it, and it, and it does, yeah. but it, that's such a thing in marketing. You know, it's like, you got to find the balance between, you know, being honest and also like you want to have a headline that or a clicking thing that people are going to click on, like right. a headline that people are going to click on. So, so that was a hard one, was a and, one. but and it was people got people reacted and, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people didn't because, you know, we've run ads that said start for free and that's yeah, true. That's you, legit. Can you can start, start for, for free. free. Um, you, it is, you know, start right now for free. That is true. That is authentic, a true statement, but what, what was written and what was sent um i didn't have final approval on and it just went out it so. was me that had the final approval <laughs> just was. to be clear to all you listeners <laughs> what she's saying <laughs> is saying, it was his fault not mine it was my fault whoever sent it it's the fault of authentic audience, right yeah right? It's, so it's our yeah. team we're responsible and so what we ended up doing is you know there was just a small handful of people that felt really duped you know right. by this it wasn't a big amount we had a ton of signs Ups, it went out to thousands of yeah, people. And the we vast heard, majority. We were heard very from happy. less than 10 people. But still, this number. is what I'm saying. Even those 10 people, it matters. And, it matters. Yeah, and for the clients people, yeah. that we really like, you know, I was talking to Jordan um, a couple days ago and she refunded something for somebody because they, you know, misunderstood. And I just think, and it was one person, right? And even though it was just one or a handful of people, I was like, we got to make that right to these people. So what we did was we personally reached out or from, you know, from the team, reached out to the people that wrote in offering them six months free, um, you know, giving them six months free access. Because what that does when you do that, it's like at the end of the day, the star community, first of all, is like the beginning of Deborah's funnel. So if they it's can, her like cheapest it's, thing, yeah, you know, it's if her one of those people goes on to if buy one of those people has a great experience in the star community for the next six months, like they'll be loyal to her. And it's not, you know, the product is good. The offering is authentic. It was this one sentence that needed to be cleared up and we ended up fixing okay, it. Okay. So Everyone then here's, really the, happy. here's yeah. the question for you. Yeah. What is the line? I don't really know the answer to this, but what, what do you think the line is between, you know, working in integrity and giving people their money back and getting screwed over? Cause there is also where somebody's super unreasonable and like trying to not pay you for something or work that you did, you know, and it's like, where, where is that? And I don't really know the answer, but where is that line? 
you know, because we've say, we've been through both. You know, we've 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 all had I all I can those. say is like I feel it in my bones. Like I know that's crazy, but like you know in your heart, like you know, yeah, yeah, you, you know, know yeah, energetically you know. when you're putting something out there, what the intention is behind it. Because I say this all the time: nothing is neither good or bad. It's the intention you bring to it. And our intention in that email was not. To, do to mislead, yeah. Not no. to mislead. My God, no, that was never the intention. And the minute that was brought to our attention, you do something about it and you you lean into it. And I think that's the bigger conversation. It's like lean in. And the last example I'll give um, is, you know, we recently had a couple of emails come through from somebody that we've been working with. And, um, you know, it was clear to me that they wanted to pay us less. Let's just put it that way from these emails. And I was so, my ego was just so mad. I was like fuming, like, I don't understand. You know, we do so much. We're so valuable. And then my whole like, you know, story, my story, my wound of not feeling valued and all of that stuff kicks in. And then you were like the opposite. And you're like, you're, you do not send anything. Do not get mad. Like, da, 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 da. And this is what I mean about maybe this is the line, right, that you're asking about. And so I really listened to you because I... I, you know, these are people that we value working with. We value the friendship. It's, we value the relationship, the business, all of it is so important. And that's what happens with a lot of our clients. They become like important people to us. And so then when I feel like they want to pay me less, I feel even less about, and you know, it's this whole crazy thing. But what we ended, what I ended up writing was, you know, listen, you mean so much to us. Let's lean into this conversation. How can we right. create, right. redistribute funds, re- redo our contract, renegotiate which was Which was totally the right thing. I think the initial reaction was like, oh my God, this is yeah. fucking bullshit, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But then it's like, okay, then you calm down a little. You know, we both were like, okay, what do we do here? Figure out how to make them happy. Yeah. You know, like fi- what can in. we do? But the, I think it's lean in, you know, it's like, it's not easy to have these conversations with clients, with friends, with people with employees, you know, and, and I want to help make that conversation easier for people and lighter because it's, it's been a big lesson and a big sort of experience for us as we're growing, as we're hiring, as we're pricing, as we're raising our prices, just so much of our lives is around money. And it's like this taboo topic. And so I ended up writing this email that was like, listen, you guys are so important to us. This relationship is amazing. Um, you know, and one thing I said is I don't think there's any other marketing team out there in the world for any price that could do the job that we're doing for you. However, I think that we could always do better. And that's what I want to do. And how can we do it? And that was received so well. And now we're, you know, we had this huge strategy call about a new plan and we can't wait to present it. And it's like the energy around it has totally changed because I was just, you know, when my ego just sort of really flared up, when I'm like, oh, they want to pay me less. And it wasn't even a fear-based thing around not having enough money. It was just like, I deserve it, you know? So the ego, I think, plays a huge role in it because there's fear, around losing money, like, uh, right. uh, there's ego around, I deserve that money. That's mine. You know, there's, or I did the work, you know, yeah. like with your friend who refunded somebody, it's often so tempting to like say like, well, I did all that work, all that time, all that energy that I put in. And, and then like, what should I not get paid? Yeah. And then that's really hard. But then it's like, you just have to let that go. Yeah. It's just sunk costs. 
And you I know? think the biggest lesson we've learned in that is like, it comes back. It comes back. And it you does. don't even know where or when or how, but when you're really, really trusting in your service and and in your integrity, and it's something I'm really trying to teach our team. And that's why that was sort of our theme this week is um, when I think the answer is, you know, when do you give them your mo- their money back? If it's a question, if it's in doubt, yeah, just, give it back. Just give it back. Give it back. Just give it back. And, you know, when you give, when you provide value, when you operate in integrity, the abundance that comes back to you is so massive. And like, you just feel better energetically. And when you feel better energetically, then your work is better. Right. Your creativity is better. People can feel it and the money comes back. Well, you know what my dad said? What? About when I told him about this office thing, he's okay. like, he just like very calmly, he's like, uh, well, it sounds like they won't be in business very long. And it's like, that's the truth is that with all this like business advice and whatever, like entrepreneur books and stuff. And there's like so much good stuff out there and I've read so much of it, but it's like ultimately the thing that it always comes back to for me, have happy customers. Yes. Have happy customers. Even if they're not your customer anymore, leave them happy. Yeah. And like that is a formula for long-term success. And that's been really true for us. You know, it's not about making the most amount of money that you can just like have happy customers. And in the end, it works out. Happy customers, happy life. Yeah. I mean, it's true though, because we're still getting referrals, you know, from people we worked with years ago. Um, and it's right. just so important to me to leave a good taste in people's mouth. You don't know who they know. You don't know who they're going to interact with. And the best form of marketing will forever be word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah. And if you're a small business and you're leaving people unhappy and you're burning bridges and over, you know, a couple hundred dollars or even it's a couple thousand dollars. Or like, tens of thousands. Like yeah. th- those businesses just don't last, you know, they, yeah. um, well, I guess some of them do, but. Yeah. But their energy's not, <laughs> But the know, energy's bad. The energy's bad. Who wants to have a business like that where everyone hates you? Yeah. Like, no Then one. you're like Comcast or something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah. So anyway, I just, you know, I wanted to just sit down and record this because I think um, we're not experts on business. What we are experts in is marketing, but we're not experts in how to run businesses and how to, you know, we're just learning as we go. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are doing the same. You know, entrepreneurs have an idea and they run with it and it goes and we took what we were really good at, turned it into a business that works, but we're learning how to run a business. We're learning how to structure an organization. Those are all things that don't come naturally to us. What comes naturally is marketing marketing. and what comes naturally to you is the automations and the systems and the budgeting and all that stuff with, and the ad spend, which makes such a good marketing team, but a business has so many other pieces and that's what your dad was saying on our episode was there's the core and the, then there's the context yeah, right. and equal they're equally important. And so what we've done a really good job of lately is hiring people to fulfill those roles that aren't in our zones of genius. So we can keep focusing on the core of our business, which is marketing. But all of these things have come up, you know, we're small business owners. We're turning three in March. Wow. Is that right? Yeah. It was 2017, wasn't it? Yeah, it's 2020. Yeah. So we're about to turn three. And yeah, I mean, growing pains are a good thing. It means you're growing. (laughs) So yeah. Do you have anything else to Um, sort of add on any like last 
minute business advice or something <laughs> that you've learned that you feel like? I don't know. I mean, I just feel like we're so figuring it out still, Yeah. you know, and, a, but the money thing for like a small business, no matter what it is that you're doing, you're going to be dealing with money. You're going to be paying people. People are going to be paying you. And I don't know. I hope that was helpful for people. Yeah. To like, I just think, think about you know, that stuff, me, it's you know, just like, keep it clean, you know, yeah, like, keep it clean. Like, that's you know, what's right. You know, you know, what's right. You know, and just do when what's right. you're like fucking somebody, you know, you yeah. know, when, totally. when you're getting the best of them or the thing over their head or I don't know, I'm saying all the things wrong, but you know, when you're what? pulling, like when you're pulling the wool over uh, their eyes, yeah, I think that's for those of you that don't know, Krista can't get like a turn of phrase or like any kind of, uh, I don't know, expression or idiom correct. So that's say, a good one. You know, what was the one of the moon that I was saying? I can't remember. I don't know. Something about the moon and you're like, that's not it. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I think for me, I wanted to just dive in and sit, sit with this topic because um it's something that everyone's dealing with every single day, no matter where you're at in business. And on top of the moon, on top of the moon, that was it. Instead of, Instead over, of the moon. over the moon or on top of the world, <laughs> you said on top of the moon. But you know, what and I with mean. that, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean when I say it. So anyway, um, thank you for joining me. Yeah, for it was this fun. Discussion. I think we should do more of these. I want to like maybe yeah. every three or four episodes, just do a 30 minute sort of like check-in update. Yeah, sure. So maybe in a couple of weeks, we can come back on to talk about the course launch because that's going to happen in a month from now. Yeah. So in the meantime, little call to action for you guys real quick. Uh, we launched this week something we've been working on a very long time, and that is a free guide called How to Grow Your Email List Authentically and how, or How to Grow Your Audience and Email List Authentically. It's a 20-page guide. It's epic. Um, I wrote it. It is actually free. It is not, actually free. <laughs> we're There's not no lying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and part of it is, you know, we want to start putting the message out there of how important your email list is. Um, you know, also throughout this launch, I actually want to teach people how to market through our marketing. So I'm going to be sharing in each piece of the process. You right know what now. it's like, you know, what? it's like, it's like when Penn and Teller, you know, the magicians, yeah. Penn and Teller, they do this stage routine where they like reveal all the magic that yes. they're doing, which is like the first rule of magic is that you don't show how the trick is done. Cause like in marketing, you never tell people that they're in a funnel. But I'm telling you, you're in a but funnel. But you're in a funnel. So right now you're in phase one of our you're funnel. You're in phase it's one of our funnel. awareness. And marketing is awareness, <laughs> consideration, purchase. And the longer you can have somebody in that awareness and consideration phase, the better the purchase is. So what that means for you is you're going to get a lot of value. We're going to give us, you so much value. We're going to, you know, continue to provide value where we show you that this is actually something that's going to be amazing with no gimmicks, no bullshit. It's going to be super affordable. All of the courses are going to literally change your business and lives is my hope. Hopefully. Um, and that's why it's taking so long to launch, but basically <laughs> 
all that's coming. My bigger mission is to have people understand marketing and this piece of knowing that you're in a funnel. I personally love when I see somebody that I follow and I love and I buy their products. Like yeah, during, but we're marketers, right? We, so we know right. that we're in a so, funnel. But I know I'm in a funnel, and I don't care because right. if it's a good offer, who cares? I'm gonna buy it. You're gonna I buy it anyway. The, the more people are aware of, oh, I just opted in for their free thing. They're gonna try and sell me something in a few weeks. Right. Let's see what they're. Let's gonna see do. what they're gonna do. Yeah. yeah. And so anyway, I'm excited to share the marketing secrets behind our marketing launch um, as we go through it. So I'd love to see you back on here in a month. Sure. But in the meantime, um, I have the free guide link in my bio. We actually haven't added it to the website yet, but it's uh, join.authenticaudience.co slash guide if you want to download it. And that's our phone going off because we have to hop on a call. Let's hop on a call. So, All right. <laughs> um, thanks for being here. Yeah, it was I great. Love this conversation. I love you. Love you too. Thanks for being such a good business partner. That was a high five, Husband. by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and to everyone listening, wherever you are in your business or in your journey, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And until next time, keep, keep growing. growing. <laughs> the worst. You are the worst. <laughs> <bear>. <laughs>